Hello, my beautiful souls, and welcome back to my podcast. You may have noticed that there's a bit of an upgrade going on here. The podcast was actually originally known as the Boss Girl Bloggers Podcast, but I have since then made some changes, so I personally welcome you to the Thoughts That Manifest podcast, and I honestly couldn't be more excited for what's to come. If you follow me on social media, then you might have already heard me talk about this, but I recently went on a spiritual journey, and I'm talking like full-on hermit mode. It has been a pretty difficult journey, but it's also been the most rewarding one that I have ever been on. So my life did a complete flip and my passions completely changed. I kind of wanted to just take the time to share a bit about my spiritual journey with you and what my podcast is going to be all about now. Um, You know, like how I got to this point and how I was able to take myself out of a relatively dark place in my life. So let's start with just talking about, you know, what this podcast was previously known as, which was the Boss Girl Bloggers podcast, and originally it was just dedicated to helping other women pursue their dreams of becoming a full-time blogger. Back in 2017, I actually started my first blog, which was called L Duclos, and um, for those of you who don't know, L is the nickname that I gave to myself, <laughs> and my real name is actually Lauren, and for those of you who don't know. Also, Duclos is just my last name. So anyway, when I started this blog, I had the intentions of writing about motivational topics and just lifestyle bits. I was always big on mindset and personal growth, but quickly um, into my blogging journey, I found myself feeling, you know, just alone in the process. I didn't have family or friends who blogged and To be honest, I was just craving that connection with like-minded individuals. So that's when I started doing some research and I realized that Facebook groups were a great way to connect with others. So instantly, I started searching for some groups and then I joined a few. And as I was in these groups, I began to use them as like a way to ask blog-related questions because that's what I noticed everyone else was doing. So I remember one day I asked a question related to blogging. I was like, I think it was like about self-hosting or something like that. And so this guy answered my question and and honestly, he answered it in the most condescending way. I basically felt like the world's biggest idiot for asking the question. So this was when I started thinking to myself, I was like, okay, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to start my own community and... I want to create a safe space for women to just learn and grow without that fear of judgment. And so that's what I did. It became Boss Girl Bloggers. And to be honest, like, I truly am not sure why I chose this name. Like, as I look back, I kind of cringe, like, Boss Girl, really. But it worked, and I'm forever grateful for this community as it was the start of something bigger. Before I knew it, the community I created, it just blew up, it grew to over 45,000 members, and it was thriving. Now, as I'm interacting in this group with my members, I start to really dive into, you know, self-learning, all about marketing, and how to successfully make money blogging. One fun fact is that when I was younger, 
you know, I was going through this really rough time in my life and I had begged my mom to let me be homeschooled and she allowed me to, but it wasn't the typical homeschooling situation. You know, I didn't have a teacher or a parent there to help me. It was actually online learning where I had to do all of the learning online on my own. I had to pretty much teach myself. And this was really difficult to do as a depressed teenager, but it was the start of my self-learning, my independent phase. I think it helped me become more self-disciplined when it came to actually teaching myself how to blog successfully. So as I'm going through my blogging journey, I decided to share my journey with my BGB members. I started to really enjoy helping others learn how to start a blog, market it successfully, and all of that. And I could also tell that my members really appreciated me helping them. And something that I noticed about this niche is that so many out there don't want to share their knowledge. And when they do decide to share their knowledge, they charge so much for it. Which I completely understand, but at the same time, I felt like I wanted to step in and be that person who, you know, offered guidance without charging hundreds and thousands of dollars. I don't know, perhaps maybe they feared that those they shared this knowledge with would become more successful than them, or perhaps, you know, they just really didn't want to share that knowledge unless somebody paid the price, which I understand because, you know, going on my own journey, it was a lot of work to you know, research and dive deep into those topics on my own and figure it all out. It took time. So, you know, obviously you want to, you know, get paid for the time that you're spending learning all of this and sharing that knowledge, right? But when I started my blogging journey, because I had to spend all of this endless hours just like researching and dissecting information just to get simple answers, I really wanted to try and make it easier for others who were in the same shoes as me. And this is where my first shift started. I went from creating motivational, personal growth content to really focusing on creating marketing content for others and helping others grow a successful blog. And I, I enjoyed this for like a really long time. I created a Pinterest marketing course and that took off. And within a year, I was able to make more money from my blog than any full-time job that I ever had. And in the midst of all of this, I was working a miserable job as a full-time server, and that job really drained me of my energy. I wanted, you know, so badly to quit that job, and after just two years of blogging, I was able to do so, and I haven't looked back since, and I am so grateful for that, honestly. But fast forward to the end of 2019, I think this was when my passion for my blog really started to change and I found myself living a pretty toxic lifestyle. You know, I'm the type of person who absorbs the energy from the environment around me. If I'm in a toxic environment, I quickly lose myself and that's exactly what happened. At the time, I was renting a smaller home with my boyfriend. We started renting this place in, I think it was like 2016. At first, it was great, but quickly, it became the last place that I wanted to be. There was little to no natural sunlight. Mold began growing in the bathroom, and the ceiling was peeling. It was small, and having four animals in such a small space became very overwhelming and difficult. I remember there was this one day when I walked into the back room just to find mold all over my pillows. 
The house smelled awful and felt dirty no matter how hard I tried to clean it. And at the time, you know, my boyfriend and I were also sharing a car. Since I was working from home full-time as a blogger and he still had a job as a server, you know, I would let him take the car most days and quickly all I knew was the environment I was living in. I started to feel trapped, lonely, and depressed. Our landlord was supposed to come over, like, all the time to mow and tend the yard, but oftentimes it took him a while before he actually did so. We had this one bush that blocked the entire living room window, which happened to be the only window that would let sunlight in. So depression and anxiety, you know, quickly took over my body, and each day I felt myself feeling worse and worse the more I had to stay in this environment. Eventually, I got to the point where I just didn't want to clean anymore. I felt hopeless. I had no motivation. And with my anxiety and depression being as bad as it was, you know, I got to the point where my desire to create was no longer there. I was creatively blocked. I started to pick up really bad habits. Insomnia, you know, took over. And most nights, I didn't fall asleep until 5 in the morning. Every night I would reach for the wine bottle and smoke weed just to try and make myself feel better. I thought this was the only way that I could fall asleep. And it wasn't just one glass. That one glass quickly became two and that second glass quickly became another. And before I knew it, I would look in the trash and I saw, you know, bottles just piling up. For the longest time, I refused to acknowledge that I had a problem. I didn't want to believe that I did. And to be honest, I'm getting emotional about it because, you know, I thought, well, maybe if I just ignore it, the problem, the problem won't exist. But, you know, fast forward to 2020 and the pandemic hitting. Now I'm locked up in this house with my boyfriend. He was actually my fiance now and... The great part is that we got along so well. You know, most people would get sick of their partner after being home with them every day for three months straight, but I didn't get sick of him. It was hard at first because we weren't sure, you know, what life would look like for him since being a server wasn't a favorable job during the pandemic, but it was nice to have someone there to keep me company. I no longer felt as alone in this house that was stealing my peace but I was still continuing my horrible drinking habits. My creativity was still non-existent and my anxiety was worse now than ever before. But at this point, I had saved up money. I finally paid my credit card debt off and I had enough money in my bank account for a down payment and closing costs for a house. And I thought to myself, you know, I need to get out of this house. Now my fiance and I were supposed to get married in 2020, but then the pandemic hit. We weren't going to buy a house until after our wedding. But after many emotional nights and breakdowns, I could not wait any longer. I just needed out of this house. I began my house search, and as I'm doing my house search, I'm stumbling upon articles and videos about spirituality and manifesting and tarot card readings. I knew about manifesting long before, you know, as it was something I did to help me turn my blog into my full-time job. But you know, tarot and really learning about spirituality was something I never fully dived into. I felt like I was at a place in my life where I needed spirituality more than ever before. I felt very alone. I had friends, but 
My relationship with most of them felt very distant, to say the least, and my, my best friend, she lives in Texas, and I live in Massachusetts. So I thought, you know, I'm already living a life of solitude. At least that's what it felt. So I thought, no better time than right now to dive into spirituality. As I learned more about spirituality, healing, and connecting with my higher self and spirit guides, I began to see a light at the end of the tunnel. Josh and I started putting offers on homes, and although they kept getting denied, you know, I grew very frustrated because the market is, was just so competitive at the time. This was back in um, last summer, summer of 2020. And I remember feeling really defeated as I started to watch pick a card readings on YouTube. You know, the readings, they told me that I was about to hear really good news that would make me cry tears of joy. And when I heard this message, I, I just got chills and I felt so emotional. I started thinking, all right, you know what? Everything's going to be okay. It's going to work out. You will get this house and you will move out of this environment. Your creativity will come back. Do not give up. And sure enough, an offer that we put on a house finally got accepted. Our offer was one of 24 offers. This house was just meant for us. I could feel it in my soul. And funny enough, we bought this house during the same time we were supposed to actually get married in 2020. It was like the universe really worked its magic and held off our wedding so that we could buy this house and get me out of this toxic environment that was holding me back from my potential. As I look back, the timing couldn't have been more divine. I was upset at first thinking we had to push off our wedding, but everything truly happens for a reason. The universe always had a plan for me. This was when I, you know, really started to trust more in the universe and realizing that there is a reason as to why things happen the way they do and why they happen when they happen. You know, we ended up getting married this past April. It all worked out. And being out of that toxic environment and going on my own spiritual journey led to me healing. I didn't realize how much inner child healing I still needed to do until I went on my own spiritual journey. As I started healing those parts of me, I began to recognize and finally acknowledge my toxic behaviors. I was finally able to change those to toxic behaviors and I no longer drank wine or smoked weed every night because I realized that these habits were keeping me in this state of depression and lack of motivation. My mind, body, and soul needed healing. Instead of using these toxic habits to make myself feel better, I replaced those habits with positive ones. I made it an intention to drink water instead of wine. I would even put the water in a wine glass for a little while because that's how my mind worked. It was so dependent on the wine every night. I made it an intention to wake up every day and journal. And I made it an intention to do my own tarot reading daily to connect with my spirit guides and my higher self. I made it an intention to start listening and reading more positive and uplifting podcasts, books, and videos rather than consuming TV and reality TV shows every day. I made it an intention to keep my home tidy and to make sure my space made me feel good inside. My curtains are always open and I'm always letting as much natural sunlight in as possible. And I started to recognize the relationships in my life that were stealing my peace. And I made it an intention to look at what triggers me so that I could finally heal and move on. 
you know, unhealed trauma can look like people-pleasing and not being able to set boundaries, not prioritizing yourself, trying to fix others, attracting unhealthy relationships that you stay in because you are too afraid to leave, taking your pain out on others, trying to numb your pain with addictions, fear of abandonment and fear of failure, codependency, and just so much more. If you find yourself relating to any of this, then you have some unhealed trauma that you need to address. And it wasn't until I began healing that I truly found that passion again. Through doing so, I realized I outgrew my blog. You know, at one point, I truly loved teaching others how to market their blog and grow. But I wasn't filling my cup up emotionally anymore. It was no longer a passion of mine. And when you don't have that passion, you can't create the way that you want to. I never felt inspired to create anymore. But what I do find emotionally fulfilling is when I create content that helps others find purpose in life, that helps others manifest their dreams and ideas into physical form so that they can create their ideal reality. I find it so emotionally fulfilling knowing that I inspired and helped someone to make a change in their life for the better. And as I continued my spiritual journey, I kept communicating with my spirit guides and my higher self, and I asked, you know, what is my soul's purpose? What am I meant to do during this lifetime? And that's when the messages started to flood in. All of the signs pointed to the path of helping others heal by sharing my own personal experiences. But for the longest time, I thought, you know, who the hell is going to want to hear my story? But that right there is a limiting belief that held me back for the longest time. That's when I started reframing that thought into, all right, someone needs to hear my story. How can I get my story out there so that I can help that someone? And after sitting there with that thought, I realized that I was meant to write a book. You know, I always deep down had this sole urge to write a book, but I was so blocked mentally that I, I never thought that I was good enough. But as I continued to heal, I realized that I am more than good enough. So I started writing, I started sharing my story, the story that is raw and vulnerable, that shares every powerful moment in my life that led me to this moment right here. It's a story of hardship that led to strength, overcoming low self-worth and self-doubt, self-discovery, manifesting in just so much more. I think it's important that others out there know that you can come from nothing and make a life for yourself that is so much bigger. A life that is filled with meaning, purpose, where you are living out your wildest dreams without fear, a life that goes against societal norms because sometimes you need to hear that it's okay to not go to college, it's okay to not work a typical 9 to 5 job, it's okay if you don't settle down before 30 or if you decide you want to travel the world and enjoy the little things in life, it's okay if you actually love your job and create for a living, and it's okay if what you vision for yourself isn't what your parents want for you. You know, the one thing that matters most during this lifetime is that you are doing what makes your soul feel good. You need to do more of that. It's not about, you know, what others want for you. No, it's about what you want for yourself. And I find it so hard to put ourselves first, isn't it? Because perhaps you feel like when you do so, you are letting others down or, you know, you're not making somebody else happy. But again, this stems back to that unhealed trauma. When you heal those parts of you and you let go of the version of you that you created to protect yourself as a child, you will find that authentic self. Let that self run free. I'm telling you, it's the best 
feeling. That's why I'm saying goodbye to the Boss Girl Bloggers podcast and hello to the Thoughts That Manifest podcast as I step into this new chapter of my life. Although I know that not everyone will be thrilled about this transition, in fact, I actually already lost a lot of subscribers, but it feels so damn good because I am finally living my life for me. I'm finally choosing to do the things that make my soul feel good. So from now on, you can look forward to content from me that is related to spirituality, mindset, manifesting, healing, and so much more. I am writing my story and that book release date will be announced in the very near future. And I feel confident that this next chapter of my life is going to be the most emotionally fulfilling and I hope that you are sticking around and taking this journey with me. But if this is where we part ways, I completely understand. Just know that if you are ready for some feel-good soul growth, I'm here for you. Sending love and light your way, and until next time.